friend. Welcome to Claiming Simplicity Podcast. I'm your host, Monica H. Baker. Are you feeling tired and overwhelmed as a mom working paycheck to paycheck, wanting to get out of debt and enjoy your family? I was too. And I realized if I was going to put God and family first, I had to stop spending all of my time at work. So I created a simplified life plan that allowed me to get out of debt, scale back my career, and still be able to live fruitfully but with more purpose and time than ever before, and I never look back. Inside this podcast, you will learn how to simplify your home and finances, learn simple routines, personal development, and connect your faith. I'm so grateful you're here. If you're ready to create a simplified life that you dreamed of, you are in the right place. Welcome, Lauren. I'm so excited you're here, and I know the listeners are going to love the information from you. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Thank you so much for having me. I know this is going to be fun to chat with you today. I started a professional home organizing business almost five years ago, and it kind of changed and grew into coaching and and a lot of virtual appointments with helping busy moms simplify, organize, declutter. So I'm still on that same organization path, but it's more virtual now and creating systems and really getting into decluttering, purging, how to organize and how to set up routines to simplify your home and life. Awesome. What would you say or where would you say is the easiest place to start simplifying? Well, so I get questions like that a lot. And I do have to say it's not a one size fits all answer. When I work with moms that are struggling, I always have them identify the biggest pain point or what area is causing them the most frustration or what time of day. So we identify the biggest struggle and then move on from there. Once you know what that is, then coming up with a system that solves each of these issues, causing the frustration during this time or event is the key to ending that struggle. So you have to know what that is. And as a a busy mom or a parent, there are times in the day where maybe it's coming in the house and the back door and there's shoes and coats and things all over. So it causes you frustration at that point or Maybe it's your kitchen, your drawers won't close, or there's things falling out of your cabinets, they're too cluttered. Maybe it's pickup time, homework time, whatever it is, it's different for everyone. And I like to start with the biggest struggle when we're trying to come up with systems and solutions to tackle. That's awesome. Where would you say most people's struggle do you see is? Um. It really depends. Some people have the physical belongings down and they have an orderly home. So it doesn't have anything to do with actually the clutter of things. It's more the systems and the day-to-day tasks. Uh, A lot of people, when we went to working from home and kind of life changed with the pandemic, a lot of people were okay with what life was before, but then all of a sudden all the kids were at home and everyone was working from home and they didn't adapt any of their normal habits. So there were a lot of struggles around that and just creating systems for the current situation in life instead of what it was before and trying to do the things before. 
So it really, it really just changes, but I would say setting up the proper systems, everyone has some struggles with that here and there throughout the course of the day. Oh yeah. Well, my biggest struggle is my office. So I'll, I'm very multi-passionate and wear a lot of hats and a lot of times I'll be taking notes for something and then I'm off to something else. And then I come back for another meeting or something, taking other notes. And so I have these sticky notes and just notes from different things. Do you have a good system for that to managing the paper and the sticky notes and things like that? So in general, when you're saying your office and all of that, I, I like to tackle every single room of the house the same way. So I have a purging plan that I use that is a resource that I provide and a, kind of like an organizing cheat sheet. So you can follow both of those things to get organized because the way that you organize your office or the way that you organize your kitchen or your bathroom, any area of your home If you want to truly be organized, you have to declutter and purge first and then follow a system to where you're sorting like items and you're keeping things in categories based on where you use them. So you want to think of that ease of retrieval when you're getting something. But in terms of the papers and the sticky notes specifically, papers can be tricky because they tend to pile up like what you're saying, where you have these sticky notes all over. So A couple things that I recommend are dealing with things immediately. Anything that you can deal with that takes five minutes or less, deal with right away. So that prevents things from stacking up. One example would be dealing with the mail as soon as you get it. I like, I don't get my mail very often. I've tried to unsubscribe from everything I possibly can that is, that comes in paper form and When you do get your mail, walk over to your trash and recycling cans, go through it right there. Most of it can be recycled or is not needed. So instead of having this pile of mail you have to go through or a few piles of mail throughout the house, then you get rid of it and you are only left with a couple action items that need to be taken care of or that need you to do something with them. Of course, scanning anything that you have to keep Uh, and keeping a digital copy of that, that is helpful. When you are talking about files, you can really eliminate so many papers. We have, over time, we've gotten into the habit of keeping so much more than we really need. And even, I've seen even like accountants and attorneys now recommend that you keep things for less time than we thought. So obviously check with the professionals that you need to, to figure out legally what you need to have, but we don't need to keep things for 10 years. Like that was a previous thought. Yeah, that's so good. I think, um, something I need to do too, is start typing my notes out online. I mean, I've noticed I've been doing that a little bit, but not, not as much as I should. Yeah. So that is another thing that I do recommend learning to use the note app on your phone can be helpful. And then you can eliminate some of those sticky notes. The great thing about using an app like notes is you can have different categories. So you can kind of have these running lists and then you just delete once you have completed that task. 
because sometimes we write sticky notes for something that is weeks into the future. And it's amazing that we even know where that note is when we have all of these sticky notes floating (laughs) around. But if you have that central location, like the notes app in your phone, you can go there and then you have the information you need at your fingertips. I'm going to have to try that because yeah, going through the piles to find the sticky note, you know, that's what I have trouble with. So what would you say about mindset when getting rid of clutter? Organizing is, it can be a huge undertaking. If you have an entire house to get organized or you feel like every room has clutter in it, even if you're a person where the appearance of your home looks good, but every drawer and cabinet and basket is overstuffed with things and there's not any organization within those, then you're looking at this like this huge overwhelming task and organizing a home is an overwhelming task when you don't break it down. So you have to break it down into small tasks and a small task might be a room, but I like to break it down even more than that. And it's one drawer in a dresser or one kitchen cabinet, one kitchen drawer, one shelf in the garage and go through the purging process, eliminate all the unnecessary items first, and then move on from there. But in terms of the mindset, you have to think about all the things that you do accomplish in a day. It's so common for moms to kind of self-sabotage and Think about all of the things that you have to get done, but not acknowledge all the things that we do get done in a day. So think about what have you done? You fed the kids, you got them dressed, you got them out the door, you started activities, you know, made breakfast, cooked, you got yourself dressed, you took a shower, like all of these things that you have accomplished, you have to give your credit yourself credit for those things because Those are all things that are taking up your time too. So don't be hard on yourself and really think about the things that you are doing because it changes you. It's kind of like the attitude of gratitude philosophy when you are acknowledging the things that you are thankful and grateful for. All of a sudden, there are so many more things to be grateful for. So it's the same thing with the organizing. Get your mindset right celebrate your accomplishments and then move on to the actual physical parts of decluttering and organizing and celebrate the little accomplishments. Celebrate when you organize that drawer and then now you can move on to the next one, but be sure that you acknowledge what you are accomplishing. Oh, that's so good. And I think, gosh, if we would write down at the end of the day, all the stuff we do in a day, wouldn't it be amazing? I've heard so many statistics on like moms make a thousand decisions in a day or like you're exhausted because of mentally what you're doing. And then so many of those things also have a physical component to it too. But it's like, just like all the decisions you have to make in a day. So I totally agree. Yeah. It's crazy. So our moms are all busy. So what would you suggest they start out the week with? I think a 30 minute time frame where you can prep for the week ahead is really a key to a successful week because you devote this time. And sometimes it doesn't even take 30 minutes, but in the beginning, I always say, give yourself a 30 minute prep time at the beginning of the week, 
going over schedules and calendars so that it can help you know what is expected, what's happening the week ahead. And if there's anything extra going on or out of the ordinary, do you need to make plans for that? Do you need to arrange carpool schedules, get a babysitter, anything like that? When you handle it ahead of time, then you're prepared and you know what to expect. And it doesn't add to the stress because you've already made the plan to make sure that it can be a smooth or un like to just not have that stress the day of. Um, the other thing is communicating, especially if you have older kids, communicate these things. If all of a sudden there's a dentist appointment coming up or something that they don't regularly have throughout the day, let them know that that is coming up. And with little kids, they like to know what to expect too. So communicating with all the members of the family so everyone knows what is happening for the week, what the expectations are and what's going on is really helpful. Oh, I agree. It's funny because yesterday we, um, well, today is Thursday and my daughter came down yesterday and said, mom, don't we have to make bars for tonight? And I said, that's tomorrow. She goes, oh yeah, it's Wednesday. (laughs) It's funny because I have a calendar on my fridge. And so every day, you know, they know we have practice, we have this and just a little simple calendar. And so then they know they're 12 and 14 and that really helps. Absolutely. And just, I mean, it teaches responsibility when the kids are a little bit older. It's like, what can they do? And it helps them prepare and look ahead too. So that's awesome. I I love your fridge calendar. (laughs) Yeah, it keeps it simple. Um, What would you say is your best simplifying tip? I think simplifying starts with successful systems and routines and you have to have these systems and routines for everything if you think about how the day goes normally we do most things out of habit it's just something that we've gotten in the habit of doing whether these are helping us and making it so that we can be more productive or if they're unhealthy habits like picking up our phone and scrolling on social media when we could be focusing and devoting that time to something else so If you take the time and create systems for every single thing in your home, those systems eventually become routine things that you do, and they replace those unhealthy habits that aren't working for you as a new system that is a new habit that is helping to create simplicity in your home. That's awesome. Oh, these are such good tips. I could talk to you for hours. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah, we have a lot in common. (laughs) Yes. Um, So where can our listeners find you? Uh, They can listen to my podcast. It's called the Intentional Edit Podcast, or I'm pretty much on all social platforms as Intentional Edit. I do also have a Facebook community that I recently launched. So um, anywhere, intentionaledit.com. I am most active on Instagram, but I don't spend a ton of time on social media. I do make it a point to answer direct messages. So find me at intentional edit on Instagram and message me if you have a question and I'm happy to help. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. I know this is going to be very helpful to many. Thank you for having me. And I'm looking forward to having you as a guest on my podcast as well. All right. Me too. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for being here. If this podcast inspired you or helped you in any way, I would love for you to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts 
and I may feature your review on the air. Please share this podcast with your friends. Join our free Claiming Simplicity Facebook group to connect with other women that want to simplify. And don't forget to take a screenshot and tag me at Claiming Simplicity on Instagram. I can't wait to connect with you.